2: or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dodd and Freddy Prince Jr.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling with Freddy, which we now call Wrestling with Friends. Mr. Jeff Dye is my awesome co-host. We're going to get right into the show right away. How are you, sir? How was your weekend? How was life?
3: I'm feeling good. Just got back from Sacramento with a, a group of my guy comedy friends, and uh, we had great shows in Sacramento. Very good. Uh, cool.
0: You like Sacramento? Um, I've never been there, nor will I ever be there. <laughs> um, In my life, but I'm sure it's a wonderful town filled with great farmers, and I'm sure Cr- Chris Weber loved playing basketball up there.
3: That's that's about all the things I knew about Sacramento. <laughs> I was like, uh, a lot of Chris Weber references, Vladi Divac references, but yeah. uh, Sacramento's pretty cool, man. I thought it was a crummy town, and then this weekend they put us in a different area by the stadium, and it was it was amazing. We had a really good time. How was the food? Uh, the food was food was dynamite. The drinks were good. The people were nice. The comedy club laughs unlimited. Strong recommend. Um, next week's Vegas, so I'm going to Vegas this week. So yeah. If you want to come with us, Freddie, you're you're always invited. So
0: here's a side quest. My mom lives in Las Vegas, and she oh, nice. has been to every single Raiders home game since they moved there. She's a, she's the reason I like the Raiders. And last year, she was in a wheelchair for a little while with some back and hip issues. This year, she's completely healthy and has still continued to go to every Raiders game in her wheelchair nice. because they treat her like a queen when they think of that course, she is. Of course, as they out. should. I love that. So I, she's I love a hustler, that your mom bro. even even likes football. That's such a cool mom. She only likes violence. She likes football. She likes <laughs> boxing. She likes wrestling. When I when I used to compete as a young kid, she would. Uh, I shouldn't say this, but she doesn't listen to the show, so it won't matter. But uh, (laughs) she used to fill like a 7-Eleven cup with white wine. And would be completely hammered an hour in and would just scream the most obscene stuff at whoever I was wrestling or kickboxing or whatever, like karate tournament I was in. And she got thrown out of so many tournaments for foul language and screaming MF her at other people's parents. She sounds rad. (laughs) I got to get her out to my shows. She's got to come this weekend. She would. uh, You know what? I don't think my mom has been to a comedy club since my father passed away for those of you who don't know my father was the shit he was an awesome stand-up comedian in the 70s cats like Jerry Seinfeld and Richard Pryor said he would have been the best um so suck it all you guys that have dads that are comics because they're not as good as mine was um but I don't think she's been to a comedy club ever since he passed away that would actually I wonder if she'd even be able to like cope with that I don't know she, know,
3: ask her if she's interested. If she's interested in, if she if, if she just tests the waters, I'd love to have her out. That'd be awesome.
0: I'll make sure she goes in her wheelchair and you can call her out on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that, but we'll send you some pics. I'll be like sending drinks to your mom, being like, me and Freddie's mom are having a good time in Vegas. Oh, she'll,
0: she'll take those drinks, boy. She don't, <laughs> she don't mess <laughs> around. So let's get into it, man. We had a uh, Monday Night Raw, and the show started... Kind of weird, but kind of cool. They caught Bobby Lashley in mid-promo, it felt like. And apparently, Bobby Lashley is more powerful than Roman Reigns because he beat the living hell out of Brock Lesnar and (laughs) threw him all over the place and smashed him up. And I know they're building up for, for the crown jewel event. When they go to to Saudi Arabia, I think is where they play that. But mm-hmm. they made Bob they made Bobby look good, man. Instead of getting punked out, he he. I've never really seen people beat the crap out of out of Brock. But yeah, man, Bobby looked good. What'd you think of the start of the show? I like
3: that they started like this. There was no waiting around. I was just kind of like I was. So whenever I sit down to watch this, if I watch it live or or afterwards recorded on my TV. I'll like get like drinks, you know, or like get like, you know, my bowl of cereal or whatever I'm, whatever <laughs> to watch. And I was like, I was literally like hurrying to the kitchen going, ah, they already started. They're already doing stuff. Like it was just, it was so fast and so quick, but it was exciting. I was like, oh, we're getting right into it with the big boys. So I was, it was a cool start and it was good to see Brock. Um, and I love that he's doing the cowboy hat. I just, I, I love it. it was, I was very, very into it.
0: Yeah, man. People, I think, have wanted to watch these guys fight. And, and have gotten to see a little bit. But I I always wanted these guys to fight in their prime, and it never really, like, matched up, like, schedule-wise. Like, Bobby wasn't in the WWE or Brock was in the UFC. I would have loved to see him fight in, the, in mixed martial arts because they both Absolutely. have some experience in that as well. But uh, it actually is probably the only match that I'm hyped for on the entire Crown Jewel card. I think you
3: touched on it a little bit, but these are two guys who, it's very believable. This is a very like, oh, these are two dudes who would actually fight each other and be know what they're doing. You know, these aren't uh, pro
0: and wrestlers guys you,
3: by nature.
0: And they're guys you know would kick your ass in real life, too. Where there's a lot of pro wrestlers these days where you're like, man, I would whoop on that guy. Absolutely. <laughs> but these two guys are like, no, I would be dead in 10 seconds. Seth Rollins, I've been loving him lately. I like him more with a belt around his waist. I always like his promos outside the crazy laugh, but he's not toned it down, but he just seems in a better place. Maybe it's just his wardrobe. I'm liking more. I don't know. But uh, Mustafa Ali came out. I don't think he's over, but he certainly gets love from like the hardcore fans. And he came out and had a nice moment with, uh, with Seth Rollins and and basically said I'm your problem now. I was promised a match and and him and Seth got into a a little bit and Seth ended up looking great. Ali looked as as good
3: as Ali can look. Well, I'm shocked that you're telling me that you like the way Seth Rollins has been dressing lately because he he, <laughs> he he wore a uh, like a doily kind of like uh um, you know that Seinfeld shirt, the lacy shirt, the pirate he, shirt. Yeah, he wore a red pirate shirt. He wore sunglasses that were terrible and zebra oh, right. print suede shoes. So the outfit was crazy, but Seth kills yeah, his promo and he did right. really great. And I've always loved Ali, always, because he used to do like a, a Mortal Kombat kind of thing where he would come out wearing like the Mortal Kombat gear. Um, and I always thought he was such an underrated wrestler because he can high fly, he can do all this stuff. So I'm jacked up about this um, little feud probably more than most, but I, but I like um, I like him a lot.
0: Did I just not know that he was good on the mic, or has he gotten better on the mic? I've never seen him on the mic, if I'm
3: honest. Like I remember just watching him in like 205 Live and doing all these I would I always saw his matches, but I never saw him really talk, ever.
0: Yeah, I guess he's never really ever been given an opportunity. So maybe but I was I was really pleasantly surprised. He he handled himself well. It was uh he didn't seem overmatched on the microphone with Seth at all. And Seth is better than probably 90% of the roster, probably 90% of professional wrestlers as far as cats on the mic. So I uh, I really enjoyed the segment, man. I thought it was cool.
2: It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
4: There's no distance too far for the perfect
2: trip.
5: Hi, checking in for...
4: Or the perfect table.
5: Hey, where are you? Coming!
4: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
5: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
4: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: What's up? I'm John Wall.
6: And
4: I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point
6: Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year...
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Because you gotta think, Love he's gonna guard. He don't care about
0: guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of it,
1: like that, see
6: that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella. Point game. I remember mean, you came to my
0: room crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And
4: he's, he's going to withdraws about winning. Remember what you know? I told you? I said, I said, OJ, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't need it. Ain't Nick? <laughs>
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep
0: experts.
5: (sighs) (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
0: Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the
6: guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
0: already. Yeah. <laughs> she That's lost to Candice LeRae. She's losing to went. everybody. Uh, the entire damage control situation is a tag team championship on two girls that I don't know if they're going to get over. I don't know if they were like, all right, we gave you the little Bailey storyline and now you have to put other people over. Or if they just said, yeah, we weren't really feeling what you were doing. So we're going to take a break and help you figure things out. But uh, they haven't been making her look good the last couple weeks. So I don't I don't know what happened there, but I guess I guess they're done with her. That yeah, might be so my worst strange. of the week. Is what's going on? Is what's going on with her right now? They
3: keep doing the kind of the same thing over and over. Where they do they they come on out. It's like it's been months of this. It's kind of getting a little much.
0: much yeah, right. I, I mean, for me, whenever I see something not working, I just want to kill it. Right, like blow it up. It's wrestling that's been wrestling's MO from the dawn of time. It's a very fluid television show. It's not like watching law and order where you can just fire someone two episodes in like (laughs) you can, you can make moves, you can make moves in wrestling. I, uh, I don't know what they're trying to do with this. Uh, Not to jump to SmackDown, but I'm going to jump to SmackDown. They even had a, a tag match with Raquel Gonzalez, Shotzi Blackheart, Dakota Kai and, and EO sky. And I honestly think the only woman out of those four that, that is going to get over singles-wise is Shotzi. I love Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, Shotzi's Um, awesome. I don't know what you're going to do with the rest of those girls, except, you know, they can be good hands and help get people over. But as champions, it's just not – it's just not playing. And you all – everybody knows I love Io. I love Io. Mm-hmm. When she talked smack to that racist piece of shit, I thought it was <laughs> the coolest thing in the world. I was like, oh, my God, I love this chick. But they don't really know how to sell Japanese wrestlers in the WWE. Since Tajiri. The Japanese buzzsaw. They have not known how to sell a <laughs> Japanese wrestler. So, uh, so yeah, it was what it was. AJ and Dominic had a match. This was sort of the the least I've liked Judgment Day, so I'd rather blow through that unless you want to touch on That's hard. my worst I'd- of
3: the week. I just, I'll just say that that was my worst of the week. I don't like uh-huh. that Dominic beat AJ Styles. I think that that is insane.
0: Yeah, I, it um, was weird. I think there was probably someone else that could have Got him over besides that. But whatever. Let's get to something that I thought was cool, which didn't make my best of the week. But The Miz finally got one off on Dexter Loomis. He faked a knee injury like a little bitch, which was beautiful the whole episode. Gets exposed by uh, Johnny Gargano, and suddenly his knee's fine. He has a match against Mr. Loomis, and instead of having the match, he just bashed him with a chair, and then... They, they had the camera a little too low. So you saw a lot of the sh- shots and they didn't look real when Loomis was on the ground. Uh, so they should just please pan up just a touch. But other than that, he then finished him off with his finisher, the skull crushing finale and legit crushed the man's skull on the chair that was on the ground. And it was good to see Miz get a little something back. This stuff always usually comes off goofy to me, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, They've done an okay job with it, and and maybe it's because Miz sells it so well and doesn't mind getting like humiliated and 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 ridiculed. He seems to really sort of thrive in those types of scenarios, which is why they usually put him in the celebrity matches at big pay per views so he can get the celebrity over. But I I've kind of enjoyed this. I've had some good laughs with it. And Miz finally got one on him, so when they have a match, it'll actually mean something. Did you care about this at all, or or was it just her uh, whatever? I actually like Loomis, and I'm growing. Miz is growing on me,
3: but watching him do those terrible chair shots was pretty hard to not uh, roll my eyes at. It, it, it looked like he was doing them in
0: slow motion. They missed by a wide margin, a very yeah. wide margin. I'm glad he protected his, his guy, but for sure. They- they could have helped him out with the camera they could have helped him out a lot
3: well, it's like you like you i'm gonna assume most wrestling fans know, and if they don't like you hit the chair on the floor closely to where the where he's laying or where yes. the guy is you know so it's hitting the canvas or the or the solid floor or whatever um over and over, so it makes the sound and you get the effect, but he was doing it so slow, and he was missing by like. That much, like a like
0: half a foot, a couple times even more. <laughs>
3: yeah, and yeah. so I was just going, "Oh boy!" But I do. I, I thought it was awesome and cool, and also Miz looked good. He looked strong, like, like and he was wearing the shirt. Like I don't know, something looks different on Miz. I don't know if it's maybe what he, I don't know what I don't know what, but he he looked strong. He looked good.
0: The return of Elias. Yes, Ezekiel has been ostracized from wrestling, probably forever. The beard has grown back. Elias is back, and there was a cool segment. It was very old school, like 90s type segment where Riddle comes out, turns into a match with with Seth Rollins. Ali comes out. Elias interferes. Ali goes to beat up Seth at the end. You had kind of multiple stories bleeding into one match, which was a very 90s way of doing things in the good way. I I crap on the 90s a lot, but I thought this, I thought they told all these stories well, and I thought everybody got a nice moment. It was Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship after Riddle came out with some bongo drums before Elias could sing his song. And instead of being a jerk, he's like, nah, bro, I just want to have a duo with you, bro. And it just goes very kind of goofy and cool in his way. But I thought everybody got over in this, in this segment. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm, we're on the exact same page. I thought it was hilarious. Also, Matt
3: Riddle is getting He gets away with such terrible acting, <laughs> but it's, it, it works for, for whatever reason it works. In the like, same the way, way he was...
0: Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure it hits <laughs> yeah. so hard with that, like goofy stuff or like When Keanu would do Do this, the surfer stuff in Point Break, like it still got over and it works. I don't know why, but it always
3: does. It's like, um, this is kind of a deep cut. I don't know how old our listeners are, but like American gladiators, there was an American gladiator named Malibu and like, he would always be (laughs) like,
1: he'd always be like,
3: I was spent the weekend with some babes and some beers, and now I'm here to play
0: American Gladiators. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's the perfect, it's the exact. Malibu. All right, die. we're going to side quest. We're going to see how many of the original American Gladiators we can name. You started with right. Malibu. I'm going to hit you with Gemini, former NFL linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. Now you. I love Gemini. He was my favorite when I was a kid, but Nitro nitro that's right okay now it's back on me i'm gonna say
3: lace oh yeah oh i not only got to meet this woman but i arm wrestled her as a as an adult i wasn't a kid but when i was like 29 i arm wrestled her and won zap you beat zap i beat zap but i mean she's like an she's a nice lady now she's not like a bodybuilder anymore she's not american gladiator
0: yo but i beat her john ritter made this movie back in the day crap i can't remember the name it was not strange luck it was he played like this womanizing kind of you're never gonna get me to settle down i'm an alcoholic and i'll sleep with whoever i want and he's at a bar and i was in puberty i was like 12 years old and it was on hbo late at night and he meets this woman in a bar this bodybuilder woman and i was like oh my god that's zap from american gladiators and he's drunk, she's ready to take him home. She does. And she takes off all her clothes and she's like in this bodybuilding bikini and she's like, are you ready to get this? And at 12 years old, I was like, yes, yes, I am ready. <laughs> and my mom walked in the room and was like, what are you watching? Oh my God. I was like, no mom, it's the, it's the guy from Three's <laughs> you know Company. <laughs> I was like trying to play it off, but I thought she was so hot, man.
2: It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
4: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
5: Hi, checking in for...
4: Or the perfect table.
5: Hey, where are you?
4: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
5: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
4: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
6: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year...
5: Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade ones with a little umbrella refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
0: Let's move on to AEW, Let's do it. and I want to hit first of all John Moxley and Adam Hangman Page, who we discussed last week. Had a match and Hangman Page got a legit concussion. I've heard he's okay, but I just wanna, I just wanna send my best wishes to him and hope that everything's good with the man's brain, and that he heals up. That they give him the right amount of time to heal up. That's not anything to screw around with. Uh, football takes it pretty seriously. I hope that wrestling takes it pretty seriously too. Um, head injury, brain injuries are nothing to screw around with. So take your time, dude relax, heal up. They got a lot of wrestlers there. The fans seem to really like you. They're not going to forget about you. So all my best wishes to you, man, get, get well soon. Um, That said, I would like to move to the best of the week, which was William Regal in the ring with Tony Schiavone. And MJF comes out before they can even get started. And this dude I've put him, I said him and Kevin Owens are like the top two guys. Nah, man. It's MJF, and then everybody else is is after that. The stories this kid is telling at 26 years old, he might be 27 by now, are unbelievable. I mean, it's it's so good. Everything is based in reality. And for those of you who don't know the story and don't watch wrestling, but listen to the show for some weird reason, this guy... (laughs) tried out for WWE in their like minor league system called NXT and was rejected. And And he always wanted to
3: be a wrestler since he was a kid.
0: Yes. This dude, which we have evidence
3: of. He went on Rosie O'Donnell and said, I want to be a pro wrestler (laughs) when he was like a little, little boy. So that's right. He, we have evidence that he's said he always, he's always wanted to be a pro
0: wrestler. He's not a heel or a babyface. He's, he's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And he is, completely unique to everyone else in this business right now, and nobody can touch him. Watch what this kid does. It literally, I heard Jim Cornette say it was like a supervillain origin story. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really solid take on it. Like you saw how this motivated him at such a level. And this kid brings so much real emotion to every single promo he does. But this week it was so personal and touching and the crowd can't help, but, but cheer for him. And when he needs them to hate him, he's able to get them to hate him as well. Mm -hmm. But he talks about going from rejected to being the best thing in this business. And Regal just ain't having it. He's legit. Like, look, if that's the worst thing you've ever had to endure, you ain't endured a goddamn thing yet. And just wasn't calling him sunshine too, which I love bro. It was the best of the week by far. Like nothing even came close to this. I don't know how they're going to end this story, but he has a match with the AEW world champion, John Moxley, who I like to refer to as the werewolf, uh, Jack Nicholson's werewolf from the movie Wolf. Cause that's what he reminds me of every time he cuts <laughs> a promo and the way he wrestles is just like a wild beast in there. So I'm certain MJF beats John Moxley at the pay-per-view, but I am in love with this young man. This dude is awesome. I will blow smoke up his ass every single week on this podcast. I loved watching this. Everything felt 100% real, like you're watching a scripted drama with top shelf actors executing at the highest level. I dare you to disagree with me, Jeff. No, I disagree. Or right, I agree
3: wholeheartedly. I I don't even I didn't even know why they got Regal in the in the ring with him. It's like they like you just said, they're not, they're not gonna wrestle each other. And this story was just so good. MGF saying, like, when I got that email, I wanted to kill myself. And then him be and then him being like, and now I'm the top of the business. And you got fired from the business that didn't let me in, and you came in like a flea-ridden rat. Like there was just so many moments <laughs> in it that were so good. And the way Regal's kind of like staring at him like kind of like maniacally like listening to him tell the story and you fall for or at least when I'm listening to him I'm just going yeah dude I I can identify with this being rejected for things and, and, and yes. working so hard to be in like a business but then when, when William Regal goes oh, all you had to endure was like a was it was an email that I like an email that I sent when I was like I went to carnival at 16 years old and got beat up by grown men and like you're going to cry to me about an email. It was like both of those arguments are so good. And they're and for so him to keep legitimate. Calling, yeah, and for him to keep calling them sunshine, like, oh, I'm sorry you had to deal with an email, sunshine. And you still got a lot of work to do and a lot of moments. You want to be the devil. There was just so many great things in it. That was easily the best of the week. It's the thing that's trending on YouTube, basically, like as like the moment of the week. So we'd be foolish to not call that the best of the week. I love MJF. I think he's incredible. He's the Juan Soto of wrestling right now because he's just so good but just so young. Every time they say his age, I cringe a little like, jeebers, he's this over and this good and this awesome
0: at that age? Like, that's, you, that's insane. When I look back at my career at 26 years old compared to what this dude is at 26, like, I was shit.
3: Right, right. I'm, I, I, wasn't, I didn't even have a career yet at 26. Brother,
0: I was the top dog at 26. Like I was getting every like script first before anyone else. I was nice. getting higher paychecks than anybody else from my generation. And I was nowhere near the He's level amazing. that this dude is at right now. Something also that I found very beautiful about this story is sort of the hatred of this older generation towards millennials. And the yeah. hate is real to all you young people out there. That hate is real. I love you guys. I'm 46. I'm kind of in the middle. I get both sides. But not to go off on a weird non-wrestling tangent here, but I just want you to know the hate you're receiving from these older people is real. They don't feel that you're having to work as hard as they did coming up. They hate the fact that you can make millions of dollars on YouTube and Twitch and TikTok and not have a boss telling you that you're shit and not good enough. At this, while at the same time not realizing that they never had to deal with social media and the pressures of hundreds of thousands and millions of fans telling you that you're shit and not good enough mm-hmm. and kill yourself and you suck and you shouldn't play video games or you shouldn't do this. They – hate you and they put zero effort into understanding the shit that y'all have to go through. And I'll be honest with you, the things y'all have to go through with social media and all this stuff and failing in front of millions of people and a willingness to fail is 10 times harder than one single boss telling you that you weren't good enough that week. They hate that you can make millions of dollars and pretty soon billions of dollars. They hate the 21 year olds have their own jets and fly around. You can go on Instagram and watch any one of these old guys that that pretend like they have it all worked out talk shit about you straight Mm -hmm. up from a 46 year old i love y'all you guys have to deal with real problems out there and this story reminded me of that it was just like the the disrespect from regal calling him sunshine that's the worst you had to deal with no it's not every failure this kid makes is on social media people want to talk trash to him all the time he has to he's Talked about being Jewish in the business and the anti-Semitism that he's had to deal with. And it's more public now than ever, all this kind of hatred and stuff with social media. And you see all these people on, you know, pressing a heart button on something that's just repulsive and disgusting. So I have love for y'all. I respect the grind that they don't think you have to do. It's just a different grind. It's It's not the same as this. You don't have to start in the mailroom anymore. You don't have to do that. If you're talented, you can go right to the top By nothing more than word of mouth, and I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the people that are like, if I get 100 followers, I'll put on a banana suit. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not the grind, all right? That's you selling your soul for, for followers. <laughs> but the actual talented streamers and the talented YouTubers out there that are putting in the work and effort and making sure they're getting content up there every single week and having to endure all the madness and nonsense that comes with that, I got love for you, I got respect for you, and I genuinely understand it. SmackDown was fire this week. Bro, Isn't I good. loved it. I love, by the way, starting these Friday Night Smackdowns with a Sheamus match is like they've done it a couple times now. It's the smartest thing in the world. I loved this match. It was Sheamus versus Solo Sokoa, and he had his boys out there, Ridge Holland and uh, Butch. Shout out to me because I got both those guys' names right. <laughs> I loved everything about this match. The show started huge. I know you had to love this match.
3: Yeah, it was fun. It was really exciting. It was a good way to start it. Also, like you said, like the aiming for the shoulder is like a video game boss, you know—that you know the weak part. You got to target. It felt like it was, <laughs> That's it was just, great. You just kept going right for it, which was good. I loved it. Um, both shows, like I said, LeBron and SmackDown started so f- like I don't know. if the, I hope that they keep doing this instead of a slow build. It's like just the action of a, of a great match to start off. It's very fun.
0: Yeah, it just looked like a brutal fight of like two guys in a bar that hate each other and say, let's step outside and kick the hell out of each other. I love it, Also, it's not
3: the Sami Zayn show. This is the Bray Wyatt show. SmackDown is the Bray Wyatt show.
0: That's complete disrespect. Complete (laughs) and total disrespect to all, not only to wrestling, but to Canadians all over the world and to any man with a beard. Um, Well, Bray's got got a beard, too. But Sami's beard is superior to Bray's. There's no way you could argue Mm. that. I I, I will argue that. The best beard in the <laughs> business right now, two best beards are Braun, Roman, and then Sammy's is right after that. Bray's probably not even a top 10 beard in the whole, on the whole roster.
3: It's October, all right? It's Halloween time. There's no better <laughs> Halloween wrestler than Bray Wyatt. Okay. He gets all the October love.
0: Well, let's talk about the segment because they did it. They mixed it up a little. They gave him like a soundtrack behind a backstage promo instead of an in ring promo. What did you think about it?
3: I loved it. And I I just, I, I, and maybe this is because I support everything Bray Wyatt does every time, all the time, like the biggest mark in the world. But he's just, it it was great. I don't know, like, why they did it with the music behind it, but it seemed to work. And him saying, like, I've always needed you. We've needed each other. Like, it, it seems like he's doing this very, like, complex. Character, which I feel like is lost in wrestling a lot of times. It's there's always more to it. There's always something going. Oh, he's he's setting up for this. It feels very chess like with Bray. It's all yeah. uh,
0: That's your slow burn. Is is his promos? They started the match huge, and then he gives you the slow burn because you're always kind of asking, "What's next? Who's he referring to? What's going on?" As long as I don't play it out too long, I don't mm -hmm. know who they're going to give him to wrestle. I have no idea. Maybe I I don't see how you get him in a storyline with Roman right now, but I thought he did a great job. By the way, we asked you guys to find us somebody who was a better actor. You guys shouted out to me a lot on social media. You see those tweets, but I didn't think any of them were superior to the character work, which is what we were specific on. Like people said, Batista regarding to his work in movies now, but that really was outside the the parameters of the question. Batista kind of played himself his whole career in or a version of himself, his whole career in wrestling, whereas Bray has so many different levels, man. Let's talk a little bit about the rebuilding of Liv Morgan. I did not like the way they were booking her. They're trying to turn Liv Morgan into this like weird sort of pain-loving masochist where she's she's enjoying the pain. And I think they planted the seed in the match she lost with Rousey because she kind of had that same smile. But her and uh, Sonia Deville, who I like, she's she's good on the mic and she's she's good I'm a in huge the
3: ring. Sonia Deville, I popped yeah. the second day that I saw that she had a match. More yeah. Sonia Deville. I'm a big yeah. Sonia Deville fan.
0: I think so too, man. I Actually, I met her a couple times in real life, and she was super cool and and very much like the same kind of person you see. Like she gets her own personality out when she talks on the mic. But I will say this: Liv Morgan is all in on this and her commitment to this new version of her character was 100 and i respect that i like the way the match ended i liked her reaction to even though she got hurt too on the on the she suplexed sonya off i think the middle rope and sonya was on the top rope onto a bunch of chairs after they both got counted out of the match and she like enjoyed the pain let's get to the to the final segment all right logan paul everybody's Favorite and least favorite YouTuber is gonna wrestle Roman Reigns (laughs) at uh, at Crown Jewel. Do you ever think you'd say that? Do you ever think you'd say that? (laughs) No, and I'm and I'm not gonna watch the match, even though I like. He's done well, but this is not good booking. This is just promotional booking to get YouTube Mm. fans to watch pro wrestling. I don't know why they're trying to sell this outside of you know we want eyeballs and the stock's been going up since they've been doing this. Even though I sold all my stock already. Um, but, uh, but I, I just didn't, I didn't buy it, man, at all. I like the Sammy Zayn part. I like the Jay Uso part, but I think they should have left Logan there, you know, jacked up and beat down and then maybe give him a moment against Sammy, um, on the next show. Cause Sammy can, can take L's and still look great. Whereas when you do that to Jay, it just makes him look bad. And Jay shouldn't look bad, man. Jay's should look gangster as hell and street as hell and tough as nails and i just i i hated it there was there was nothing good about it and i don't think anybody got over um in the segment at all but what did you think
3: i wasn't sold on it before any of this i like i think most wrestling fans are going alright we're going to treat this like it's uh, one of these pay-per-views that isn't part of the real wrestling thing. You know, they're treating it like a glorified house show that'll be like, oh, this doesn't have to do with the storyline or any of that stuff. Is at least how I'm treating it. So, although Logan Paul has surprised me before, I have been very anti-Logan Paul and then after each one I go, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm a fan." So, unless they can try to do some magic miracle that makes me care about this match, like when it happens, um, you know, maybe they'll surprise me because I don't care at all about it.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I I know they're going after young people and they don't want to do the children's stuff. They're trying to keep it so that it's still kind of PG-13-ish, even R-ish at times. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like when the Marvel Universe would do those alternative universe comics that were just like, you know, what if Spider-Man was Thor? And you're like, oh, okay. But I don't. Why can't he just be Spider-Man? So I never That's what they should call these pay-per-views. Alternative (laughs) pay-per-views. Yeah,
3: Bizarro WrestleMania or something, you know? It's like... Bizarro-mania. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Um, it's very... I'm not not in on it. It's very publicity-oriented, but uh, it is what it is. And that's the weekend wrestling. I know you've told people you're going to be in Vegas, but uh, what club are you going to play in Vegas this weekend?
3: I'm playing the Laugh Factor at the Tropicana. Come see me Thursday through Sunday. If we want to talk wrestling i had a nice thing happen a, a fan of uh of our podcast and a fan of my other podcast came to my shows in uh, dania beach florida and they brought wrestling cards we opened wrestling cards and, and <laughs> broke bread they gave me some wrestling pins which were pretty cool um one of vader and one of uh rvd kicking stone cold with the chair um just cool cool guys it was nice to meet guys who like the show and are fans of yours and uh, they came to my comedy so hopefully more people will do that this weekend in vegas
0: fans of ours sir fans of ours fans of ours thank you for being the greatest co-host in the world thank all you guys for being the greatest listeners in the world love you too and uh remember what i said all you millennials and the generation after millennials these mother truckers hate you so watch your back keep doing your thing (laughs) respect your own grind you don't have to have a boss, and there's nothing wrong with that. We love you guys, and thanks for listening to Wrestling with Freddie. Peace.
3: Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddie. Twitter is WWFreddiePod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This
0: has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
4: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.